You're listening to the Holistic Spaces podcast brought to you by Mindful Design Feng Shui School, episode 169. Too many plants? Welcome to episode 169 of the Holistic Spaces podcast, where we hope to inspire, educate, and empower you to create your own holistic spaces that nurture and resonate with you. Angie Cho and Laura Morris are the founders of the Mindful Design Feng Shui School. We teach Feng Shui online at mindfuldesignschool.com. Be sure to check our website out, mindfuldesignschool.com. You can sign up for our mailing list. And we have special offers just for our mailing list subscribers, like free workshops, opportunities to ask questions. We really hope you'll join our mailing list. We hope to see you at one of our Zoom calls. Today, we're going to talk about when you might have too many plants in your life. So Laura and I talk a lot about plants. Plants are really popular right now. And, and especially with feng shui, plants are something that we use a lot because it's a really simple, but very meaningful way to start to shift the energy in your home by literally bringing elements of nature into your spaces with intention. But what we've noticed is that we are hearing from people here and there that sometimes they may have gotten too many plants or there's a feeling of um, a little bit of challenge, like maybe clutter has been starting to show up in your life in a few different ways. Like, of course we have physical clutter in our homes. We also may start to be cultivating or collecting digital clutter from maybe too many recordings from Zoom classes or something. And then a lot of people have been experiencing maybe too many plants that they've collected over the past couple of years, or maybe the plants they have are becoming more difficult to maintain, or even like they're growing and they get bigger. And it's really funny because I think about one of my friends who posted on Facebook a few, like a year ago, how they had left the city. They left New York City and they lived down the suburbs and they had to spend like two full days on their weekend to just water their plants. So, <laughs> so this is kind of a funny thing that's coming up where um, we've been hearing like, what if you have too many plants or what if you have sick plants, what to do with them? And so maybe some of you went a little plant crazy over the last two years. So we wanted to chat about this, like what would happen? So Laura, do you remember when we had our last, I think we had our last inner circle membership call and someone had asked about having a plant that was sick in their home. And I thought it was an interesting topic. So what would you say to someone who's, who would ask you, I have a couple sick plants. What should I do? Should I let them go? Should I? spend time taking care of them, what would you say? Well, I think it's different for each person, but there, and there are some sick plants, not every sick plant is created equally. There are some that will, are very easy to fix and correct, even after a quick Google search, you know, some symptoms and some stuff, and then you can fix it. And there are some where it is best to be compassionate and let your plant go, which I've had to do. There are some problems that plants get that if it spreads, it can actually spread to all of your plants and then your plants are donezo. 
And I think the one question around this, I think the end of the day, the woman revealed that it was scale, which is, I mean, it's a, it's an insect, but it's very contagious, if you will. It, it spreads really easily, depending on the type of plant you have. Some plants don't get it, but there are some that get it really, really badly. And usually it's a real pain to fix it. So I would say if you're up to it, and you can isolate it and care for this plant and you have the time, it does take time and you have to be really meticulous. If you don't feel that you have that in you because it's too overwhelming, then you have to do the right thing and probably get rid of that plant for the greater good of your other plants. That's what I would say. And do you have any advice for how to dispose of the plant? I (laughs) I live in a very, very cold place. And when these plants generally get these, it's usually in the winter when they're not out and about. I've had some in the spring, but mostly this kind of, the plants tend to to need a lot of TLC when the light is less and it's cold. And I think everyone gets a little bit down. And so I have just put my plants outside and they have basically frozen to death because they can't live outside here. Um, In the summertime, I can put my plants outside. So I have had to do that. Generally, they're tropical plants. I've had to, I've put them into the compost. I always put them in the compost heap and I have a very big compost heap where I am and they will return back to the earth. And yes, everyone's like, oh, but you shouldn't put infected plants in a compost heap. Trust me, it gets to be minus 25 here. There's not going to be anything left about it the the next year. So I don't have to worry about tropical bug problems for my soil that it turns into. Yeah, actually, I was going to say that if you live in an urban area like myself, check where you're composting. So the place, uh, the local New York City compost, they request that you don't get infected plants. Mm -hmm. Also, be very mindful in how you let things go in your life. And you can take a moment to thank the plant and to honor what the plant had offered you in the time that it was healthy. And if you're not able to take care of it, then you can wrap it up and mindfully dispose of it in a, in the way that works best for you. But I wouldn't just throw it in the trash, like with your coffee grounds. No, especially if it's meaningful enough for you to even ask about this. Mm -hmm. So I also wanted to talk about why maybe some of us may have felt the need to adopt so many plants. And I, and I think during the pandemic, Laura and I both adopted more plants than more plants that we had than we had before the pandemic. Right. And so for me, it just felt so natural. I was magnetized to getting more plants and I wanted to, I think, cultivate something. And I think also because during the pandemic, it was really quiet and things slow down. And especially being a New Yorker, I'm used to a faster pace. And actually wood elements and wood energy and what plants represent is growth, new beginnings, things starting and more energy. So I think it was also a way to bring a little bit of more movement and yang energy into that yin time that we are working with. And yin also, yin energy is also about the unknown and the hidden. And so maybe it was a way to also emotionally, energetically work with that time that we were going through where there was so much unknown, but we could go back to natural elements and look for cultivating something in a way that 
you know, we have, we have an innate human instinct to care for things. And I think that's a lot of what came forth for me. Laura, why do you think you adopted more plants in the pandemic? Um, I think I ended up, you know, sort of transforming my home from a very, I wouldn't say it was ever minimalist, but it was set up for entertaining and it was set up big, large spaces for people to sit and move through. And now it's like filled with plants. Um, it looks like a jungle, honestly, one corner of my house. And people say that when they come in now, but I, I haven't changed it and I'm, I'm happy with it. No, I'm going to keep it that way. But I think for me, it just filled the emptiness, the space that wasn't being used. Right. Cause it was like empty, stagnant areas of my home that felt like my dining room, my whole dining room area. I mean, like when did I, we didn't, I didn't have anyone over, which usually it's like, I've got a big dining room table there and it's right near a window and it's got great light. And so it just worked out that way. And they're still there and they will not move. When I have to have dinner parties now, I have to like literally drag my giant ficus over into the corner so that people can move their chairs. So for me, it was a way to fill the space, fill the void of having, you know, people and energy and activity. And also I just liked the way they looked and I had time to take care of them. I had time to sort of really start to take care of them at the time. Cause I wasn't doing anything else really. Well, I was, I was teaching and stuff, but I wasn't going out or traveling. So. Yeah. I think that's an interesting perspective because often we may as feng shui consultants advise you to put a plant in an area that doesn't have any life because that's one of the ways in which you can bring more life, more chi, more life force energy to your home when there's emptiness. And so, so having a lack of life or visitors or entertaining in your home that you're accustomed to, um, you immediately understood that like bringing in a different sort of life would help to bring more movement and chi into your home and life. So don't feel bad if you got a lot of plants during the pandemic, but even a few days ago in my life, I've been so busy, even busier than I was before the pandemic. And I've been feeling a bit of overwhelm with the plants that I have. And so I have made a concerted effort to gift many of my plants to people who want them. So that's been a great gift to myself and to other people, I think they really appreciate it. And I also realized the other day, though, I still need more to get through. So it's a great reminder that life is not just a straight line, like an arrow, but that we can look at time in a pattern or in a circle or a wheel, or even as a sine wave that we have ups and downs. So we have times when we can accommodate more. And then sometimes it's, it's a time to let go and cut things away, which is like metal element. And which is like this feeling of maybe um, the fall when things are being trimmed. And so if you are starting to feel more overwhelmed with your plants, it may indicate where you're also feeling more overwhelmed in your life. And, and how can starting to let go of plants, even just trimming a plant that's overgrown, but also letting go of some plants that, you know, that are becoming a little bit of a burden for you and finding a new home for it. Like, what does that tell you about your life? What does it tell you about what you can start to let go of and how you can still honor this living being, 
but at the same time, let it go, let it go to a new home and thank it for the, you know, for the teaching it offered you. Yeah. I think one thing plant overwhelm for it can be described as re, when you have to repot a whole bunch of plants and they get too big that it will really get, you will understand how overwhelming plants can be. If you don't have the space to repot them, the pots to repot them, the soil to repot them. And every spring, sometimes they just tend, especially over the last two years, I'm getting a sense that maybe a lot of people are like, Oh boy, like these have grown so big over two years. And now I have to up all my pots. I know I have to do that on a couple of very large plants. And so I'm trying to figure out that. And I did gift one plant. I had an orange tree. Actually, I think it was a tangelo tree, which is a fruit trees are, are very auspicious in feng shui, incredibly auspicious actually in fruit and in, in feng shui to have a, a fruiting tree, especially a fruiting orange tree. And it was in my wealth area of my home and it, it, it would fruit it would bear this fruit, but then the fruits, when they were a certain size, would just all fall down and, and it got sick and I cared for it and I got rid of all the scale on it. And I just, it was taking up a lot. It was stressing me out and taking up a lot of time. And I just couldn't do it anymore. It looked great in the summertime when I had it on my deck. So I gave it to my mother who is retired and has a different house. I mean, it's not much bigger. Her, her exposure is maybe slightly different, the sun exposure, and it's thriving. So who knows why I swear I did the exact same things my mom's doing, but she has the time, like it's her baby right now. And she literally sends me photos of it on text. And she shows me the pictures of the oranges all the time. So she's pretty proud of it. So, you know, gifting a plant that is maybe not doing super well to someone who's willing to put in the time. It's pretty interesting how that plant can just choose to thrive. It has not gotten sick and it has bared fruit every like twice now for her. So. Yeah. So there's also this importance of noticing if you are starting to think about like, are there plants that I'm not suited to take care for anymore? Like, what does that mean? Like Laura talked about having a plant that's overgrowing its pot or needs a bigger pot. Where else in your life do you maybe see yourself outgrowing? What other places in your life can you start to create more spaciousness? Um, what are things that you can start to let go of that may be doing better elsewhere? I think about it with, I have a lot of work and I have to turn a lot of people down and that doesn't feel good to me. But then when I say no to something, it gives opportunity for that, that offer to go to somebody else. And so it's creating, it's a gift for someone else, hopefully. So there's so many little things that we can be curious about and learn about our plants. And one last thing I wanted to talk about is if you also had a plant that isn't doing so well, maybe it gives you a chance to reflect upon like, not that you did anything wrong, but just reflect upon like, was, did I misgauge like how, how much time I had to take care of this other living being, or maybe I didn't have enough light, or maybe this taught me something. So start to have curiosity and see what teachings these plants can give you because they're very smart and they are communicating with us. And so we basically just wanted to say, you know, we talk a lot about plants and, you know, you may already have a lot of plants to the point that you're starting to feel overwhelmed and how can you let go? And so this is okay. This is totally natural and start to be curious about what the teachings are, what, how the obstacles can be mirrored in your life as well as how can you cultivate more generosity and, and share this, this life with other people that are prepared to take it on. 
So thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Holistic Spaces podcast. Tune in every Monday for a new podcast episode. If you like our podcast and this episode, please share it with others. You can support the podcast by checking out our certification and mini courses at mindfuldesignschool.com. And be sure to subscribe, leave a review. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next week.